0: Good to see you this morning, church. Great to be in the house of the Lord today. Amen. This morning, I'm going to share um, our vision statement um, for the Rock Church, which the Lord gave us when we started the church. Um, so let's open our Bibles to Matthew 28, 18 and 20. I'm reading from the New to the very end of the age. And the Lord took me back to that scripture. And as I was praying and waiting on the Lord to hear what he wants to bring to the church, he took me to that 1820. But the very word that the Lord wants to speak to us this morning is in verse 20 where it says... Surely I am with you always to the very end of the age, amen. That's the title. I am with you always, hallelujah. Amen. It says in the New Living Translator, and be sure of this I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And in the New King James Version, wow. And it says this, and lo, I am with you always. I said, well, God, thank you so much. So it's even got my name there. Lo, I am with you always. So today I'm not speaking about the Great Commission today, but I'm concentrating on I am with you always. Amen. So those on Zoom here this morning, Those in this place this morning, God is saying to you today, I am with you always. Now to receive this promise, you must be born again. So when we are born again, we confess our sins to Jesus and repent. We ask Jesus to be Lord of our lives. We put our faith in Jesus who is in heaven but we invite his spirit, the Holy Spirit, into our hearts where we die to our sins but the Holy Spirit revives us and brings our spirit back to life again. Then and only then can Jesus be with you always. Then and only then can Jesus be with you always. So if you don't know the Lord this morning, I pray by the end of my message, you will come to know him. Because we sang this morning, I am a child of God. Amen. Amen. And if you're a child of God, there's a place for you in heaven. Amen. And we can be confident and we can be assured God is with us always. Before Jesus left the earth, he spoke the following words to his disciples. Be sure of this. I am with you always, forever and forever. They must have felt some trepidation when he ascended into heaven. Jesus, who had walked by their side for three years, had left them. Nevertheless, this promise shows that Jesus never left. God would still be with them through the role Of the Holy Spirit. God never abandoned us. And as we read in John 14, 16, and 18, it says this And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him. For he dwells with you and will be in you. Amen. I will not leave you orphans. I will come again. So abide means to live and to dwell in. Therefore, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit dwells within us. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. So let me reiterate again what Jesus said. Jesus said, "To all authority has been given to me. In heaven and earth, go therefore and make disciples, baptizing them, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And be assured that I am with you always, to the very end of the age. This is a statement of fact. There is no condition attached to this. Jesus said, I am with you always. Always means always. Forever and Forever. But you have to be born again. You have to be a child of God. There's no other way. But when you receive Jesus by his spirit, he comes and lives with you. That very moment, Jesus says, I am with you always. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Jesus is with you and me. We may not always feel that he is, but our feelings can lie to us. Jesus never fails. He is with you right now, right here. It is true, sometimes we don't feel him, but we appropriate his presence by faith, saying, "Lord, surely you are with me always as you have said." When you know he's with you, your confidence will soar. Hallelujah. How good it is to know that Jesus is always, always with us and will never leave us alone to our own devices. Do you believe this truth this morning, church? Do you believe God is with you, in you, and will never leave you? We don't need to ask him to stay. He's already with us. And he has no plans of leaving us. Amen. He is in us and with us for good. That's a done deal. We, we, may, we may be more and more aware of this amazing truth. We need to be aware that he will never leave us, nor forsake us. He will never abandon us. He is with us 24-7. Hallelujah. Mark this down. You will never go where God is not. You may be transferred, enlisted, commissioned, reassigned or hospitalized, but burn this truth in your heart today. You can never go where God is not. Amen? Amen. You can never go where God is not. Why? Because it says, I am with you always, always, always to the end. I'm going to go through some scriptures, so just write these down. But it says in Psalms 23:4, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So when we go through that valley, He is with us. Amen. Psalms 118, verse 6, it says this: The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can man do? do to me or another version says this the Lord is on my side I will not fear what can man do to me so the Lord is on our side the Lord is with us amen so when you traveled here this morning were you conscious that God was with you when you woke up this morning you say Lord this is the day that you have made I commit this whole day into your hands I'm walking with you I'm talking with you I'm having fellowship with you. I'm talking to him. Amen. Amen. I'm walking with him. And that's what you can do, church. You've got to know that Jesus, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is with you always. Always. Amen. Amen. Psalms 139, 7, 9, and 10 says, Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I take the wings of the morning, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall find, hold me. Psalms 149, sorry, 145 verse 18 says this. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. And James 4.8 says, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. So God is near. As you call upon him, God, I need you. I'm right here for you, son. I'm right here for you, daughter. It's that intimacy, that oneness, that closeness that you know that your God is with you. Isaiah 41.10 says this, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Fear not, I am with you. Isaiah 43, 12, sorry, Isaiah 43, 1 to 2 says, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flames scorch you. Amen. Amen. And then we read in Matthew 18, 20. It says this, for when two or three agree, or when two or three are gathered, together in his name, he is here in the midst. Amen. There must be 80 of us here this morning. He is here. In the midst. Why? Because when two or three had gathered in his name. So we know God is here. You can sense him by your spirit when you're born again. To the world it seems crazy when we worship a God. But we know that we worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. So don't ever think, God, where are you? I can't see you. I don't know where you are. God is with you. He resides within your spirit. Hebrews 13:5 says, "Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have, for he himself said, I will never leave you nor forsake you.'" So we can say today, heavenly Father, I am so thankful for your word. I am so glad Jesus is with me. I'm so glad the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are inside of me. That you promise you will never leave me nor forsake me. Hallelujah. Therefore, we can holyheartedly heartily put this truth and believe this truth is for us. He will never, ever leave you nor forsake you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And there's a reason why God's brought this word this morning. Only he knows why. But I'm bringing what God has placed in my spirit this morning. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I am with you always. So we can boldly say that the Lord is my helper. Amen? Amen. Say it this morning. The Lord is my helper. Hallelujah. So when we need help, he's there. Hallelujah. By his spirit. The spirit comes to help us, to comfort us, to guide us, to strengthen us. Hebrews 13, 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Amen. Amen. So when he says, I am with you always, he was with us yesterday. He's with us today. And he'll be with us forevermore. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. He is the same. He never changes. He is the same yesterday, today. So Jesus is with me now. He's with you now. Yeah. He's here. He'll be with us tomorrow. Hallelujah. And when we go to be with him in, ter- in eternity, we are with him. Come on. That has to think, Lord, that is a revelation. Hallelujah. We read. And we've sung, God is able. And we read in uh, Romans 8.31, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who who can be against us? Church, we have Almighty God, the creator of heaven and earth, who spoke the word into being, and it came the God who knew you in your mother's womb before you were even born. The creator, almighty God, all-powerful God, he's saying, I am for you this morning. I am for you this morning. And if God is for you this morning, who can be against you? The world can be against you. Your family can be against you. Your work colleagues can be against you. But Almighty God is for you. Hallelujah. He is for you. Hallelujah. The Word of God does not say maybe God is for us or hopefully God is for us. No, it simply says this. If God is for us, who can be against us? Indeed, what opposition can succeed against you? What when God himself fights for you, defends you and vindicates you, what adversity can stand against you? There is none. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter where you are, if God is with you, for he who is for you is a million times greater than anyone who can be against you. Hallelujah. God allows trials and difficulties and temptations and perplexities to come along our path. But there's not one temptation or trial that can come against us without God providing a way out. Hallelujah. It is God who can bring you through. To overcome fear, you must believe that God is with you. It's the key to your ability to obey what God tells you to do. And you become confident and confident that he is for you. Your fear will lessen. Amen. Amen. I want to share a short testimony. My mum and dad, they divorced. And I was close to my mum and dad. And they divorced. My dad was in the Royal Air Force. And my mum stayed with the kids. and My dad moved down to London. And I used to go and see him every other weekend. And one particular weekend, I went down to see him I knocked on the door of his house and a stranger opened the door and I said oh I said "Uh, is is my dad there he said no your your dad's not here I said well what do you mean he said no your your, your dad's your dad's gone so I phoned where my dad worked picked up the phone and phoned uh, his work and they said no your dad's left So I drove back home, perplexed. I told my mum. Vanished, couldn't find it. I was absolutely angry. I was close to my dad. As a father is to a son. And I was angry, I was bitter. But through that, the Lord took me to Bermuda. And I got born again, radically born again. I came back. 20 years had gone by. I didn't know where my dad was. Couldn't find him. I was on my own. I said, Lord, where's my dad? Where can I find him? My sister, who's a born-again Christian in... Bermuda, we were both crying out to God. And God gave my sister a dream and said, you will see your dad again. My mum passed away, but I managed to get to her bedside. When I came back from Bermuda, she said, son, I am so pleased you found what you were looking for. But I said, mum, do you know the Lord? She didn't give me a straight answer. But then she had a brain hemorrhage. I was living in Birmingham. And I always have my phone on. But this particular day, my phone went off. I woke up the next morning looked at my phone, it was blank, put it on. And I had the, a missed call for my sister. Now, I didn't know what my sister was, I didn't, I didn't respond, I didn't even answer. Something told me, get in your car and get, get on the motorway. So I got in the car, I was driving. And all of a sudden, my sister phoned me up and said, did you get the message, of?" I said, no, what, what, what's that? She said, mum has had a brain hemorrhage. I said, okay, I'm on the way to the hospital. And I said, Lord, keep my mum. Keep my mum till I get there. So we got to the hospital. And there she was. I got hold of her hand. I said, mum, you can't hear me, or you can hear me, but you can't speak to me. But I need to lead you into a prayer of salvation. And so I prayed the prayer for her. And I said, mum, do anything to tell me that you've accepted Jesus. Jesus. And all of a sudden, her right leg went straight up into the air. I said, thank you. She passed and went home to be with the Lord. Now, I miss my dad. But the Lord said, son, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I am always with you. And I said, yes, Lord, but where's my dad? Out of that death from my mum, my sister phoned and said, we have contacted, the Lord told my sister to contact your auntie. So she spoke to her auntie and the auntie said, Mandy, enough is enough. This is where your dad's at. So she phoned I left a message for my dad. I phoned, left a message for my dad. A month went by. Two months went by. And then all of a sudden, he phones my sister. He didn't know what to say. And then he phoned me. I said, Dad, where are you? Said, son, the longer I left you, the difficulty it was for me to contact you. I said, okay. So we got on the plane, me and my sister. He was in America. And we got on the plane. And she said to me, What are you going to do? I said, I'm going to be the prodigal son. And I'm going to run into his arms. And when we got there, I saw him. I dropped my bag and I ran to him. I said, Dad, you don't have to say nothing else. I forgive you. I have a Savior who promised me he will never leave me nor forsake me. But I love you. And over the years, I led him to the Lord. And he passed away in 2018. And I managed to do his funeral. But I wasn't born again when he left. But what God did, he restored He promised me he will never leave me nor forsake me. The Lord said, I'm always with you. And some of you here might be going through that same situation. Who have a loved one have left you? Your husband or your wife or your daughter or your son or a family member. But God is saying this morning, I will never leave you nor you. I am your God and it's Father's Day today and he's a good good father that's who he is and when you're a child of God you've got to know that you know that you know Amen. he will never leave you yeah. nor forsake you He is always with you. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. When me and Anne were waiting on the Lord to know what we were going to do for the kingdom of God, God spoke to us and said, "Son, I want you to start the church." And me and I were just saying, "Wow, Lord, start a church?" And we just kept praying and praying, but we were getting confirmations from people abroad saying, "Have you thought about starting a church? Have you thought about doing this? Have you thought about doing that?" I'm thinking, "Lord." Can't start a church. And I said, Lord, okay, I need a confirmation. So I went away on a sabbatical. And the Lord said, Start a church. I want you to call it the Rock Church. I said, okay, Lord. I need a confirmation. So I was driving back after a week on the motorway. Back on the M40. Three lanes, chock-a-block. And all of a sudden, this van came straight in front of my car. And it said this. The Rock Maintenance. (laughs) I said, okay, God. I get it. I need another confirmation. You can ask God. So I picked up this book by Derek Prince. And his church Was, by a, was it a brothel or Joseph Prince. Joseph Prince. So his church was like next to a brothel and his church was growing. So you are having the brothel people coming into church thinking it was a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> so Prince said, James Prince, uh, Joseph Prince said, Lord, I need a building. So the Lord found him a building. Massive it was. Massive. Right, Lord, I need the name of the church that you want us to have. So they found a building, they got the building. And when I read this bit page and it leapt at me, it said, We call the church the rock church. And I'm thinking, wow Lord. And the Lord said to my wife, because we'd said, Lord, you're going to have to bring your people. You're going to have to bring them in. And the Lord told her about Noah bringing the animals to the ark. And so we stood on that. But then the Lord spoke to me and said this, Have I not commanded you to be of good courage, Do not be dismayed, for I will be with you. And it was on that, plus confirmations, that we took the step of faith. And the church has been born. So when Joseph, Joshua, was with Moses, and Moses was ready to go home to be the Lord, with the Lord. says this, Deuteronomy 31, 7 and 8. Then Moses called Joshua and said to him in the sight of all Israel, Be strong and of good courage, for you must go with this people to the land which the Lord has sworn to to their fathers to give them, and you shall cause them to inherit it. Verse 8, And the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. And he will not leave you nor forsake you. Amen. Amen? Amen. He will not leave you nor forsake you. So you know when God calls you, he will equip you and enable you to do it. You know, he spoke to his disciples. He said, get in a boat and go over to the other side. So they got in the boat. They went on the word of God. But then the storms came. And Jesus came walking on the water. And his disciples saw him. And Peter said, Lord, it's us you. Tell me to come. And the Lord said to Peter, come. Right there, when God tells you to do something, he will be with you. He knew that when he sent the disciples to the other side, he knew there was a storm, but he wanted them to trust him. It was faith on his word. There was another time when God says. Come on, let's get in the boat. We'll go over to the other side. I'm just going to sleep in the bottom deck and go to sleep. The storm raged. And they were fearful. And they go to Jesus, wakes him up, and said, Lord, don't you care? We're drowning. So he gets up, peace, be still, to the storm. And then he says to his disciples, why of you a little faith? Ooh, Jesus was in the boat with them. Yes, so when he's in the boat with you, yeah. he promised he will never leave you yeah. nor forsake you. Amen. Amen? amen? So if you're going through the storms of life, he's with you. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, yeah. they wouldn't bow down to King Nebuchadnezzar's gold image. they stood on the word of God and this is what they said if this is a case our God who we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us from your hand O king but if not let it be known to you O king that we do not serve your gods nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. So King Nebuchadnezzar bound Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were thrown in a fire furnace. And amazingly, we see in verse 25, look, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire. They are not hurt. And the form of the fourth person is like the son of God so God was in the fire he promised he will never leave you nor forsake you he's always with you Jesus is in your boat the very situation you're in he says to you peace be still I am with you always God is faithful to his word Has he said it, will he not do it? And he has chosen you, called you, and will equip you to carry out his will, plan, and purpose. Jesus knew rejection, abandonment, hurt, pain, suffering, loss, and many other things. Jesus suffered all that and more, knowing that he is there for us to help us, strengthen us, protect us, and to keep us. This morning, there may be people here watching on Zoom or listening to this in the future whose fathers, mothers, husbands, wives, or family or close friends have left, abandoned them, rejected them, given up on them, hurt them, or lied about them. You may be going through the most difficult and darkest time of your life. You may have lost a loved one or a close friend. You may be on your own. You may be in fear or worried or anxiety anxiety about something. You may be suffering in your job, career, burnout, mental health, sickness, or whatever it may be. Jesus said this morning, I am with you always. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen.